What's up, good people? It's your boy, Mr. Shaggy. I'm back again for another video. Well, not really just another video. I just... Ah, oh, man. I was watching this little show here um, on Netflix. Sister recommended it to me. Told me to watch this Korean show. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll watch it. I'll humor it for a minute. And just this one part of this show was like, I just, because I'm about to wrap it up. I said, okay, I've seen a good bit of it. Because shit long. It long. Man, it's like over like an hour or something. So like that's, I've been sitting here watching this show for a minute. And then I just say, you know, I'm going to go ahead, pack it up and get, go ahead and uh, shut this off for the day. Cause I guess I got to get up early in the morning. But as I'm getting ready to do this. I watched the like the last few minutes that I watched, and it's like the main character, him and his mother, and it's like he's having a flashback moment with his mother because of uh, another character having a moment with his mom. It was a bad moment where, uh, quick quick uh summary of the episode. Cause I want to spoil it. This character went through some stuff with his family. And so basically he went out in front of like a whole meet and greet and was exposing a lot of things. And so the mom was mad about that saying, basically, how could you, why would you not just shut up and, and be quiet and just accept everything that was going on? Why you had to ruin it? Now you probably sitting thinking, the heck does she mean by ruin it? What she mean by ruining it? Basically, he ruined the image of the family being kind of like perfect. Like, oh, the the family's not really perfect. He He's an abusive. He's out here breaking like human rights laws and child things. Like, like this being a like child abuse because it had to do with the kid. Dude was a kid and a lot of it. And the guy told our main character, you know, like this and this and that. And our character thought back to when he was a kid. And, you know, just in case you want to watch it, this is the name of it real quick. Uh, it's okay not to be okay. This, our main character has a brother. His brother is older, but his brother is autistic. So what ends up happening is, is that, you know, you know, got to watch out for him because he's autistic. So he don't know no better half the time. And what ends up happening one time is. His brother, I guess, gets beat up while he's at martial arts. And I guess he doesn't go with him. And as soon as he comes home, his mother berates him and beats him, saying, why did you not protect your brother? I got you in the martial arts so you can protect your brother. Why did you Why did you not do as I asked? You need to protect him at all costs. Mind you, our main character is the younger brother. And he is a younger brother by several years. Like, if I had to guess, like, I think he probably was, like, third, fourth grade-ish. And I think our main character is probably, well, the main character's brother is, like, he had to be probably, like, I'd probably say junior high, like, late junior high, maybe early junior high, possibly. I don't know, maybe, like early high school and it just it was it was bad 
You probably wonder what happened to the father. The father, I guess, died young. But the mother is drinking. This is the episode I'm on where it's based where I'm about to shut it off. I was like, man, this is stupid. I don't know why she acted like that. But she basically was telling the uh the deceased father in spirit, because she's drunk, that oh I'm not gonna die early like you. I'm gonna live long enough so the the special needs son is grows old and he dies. Then she'll say, then she'll die the next day. Now, mind you, the younger brother hears this. He probably was awake the whole time. Woke up, heard this, and was looking for affection from his mother. And while looking for affection from his mother, his mother told him, your main purpose in life is to look out for your brother. The reason why you was born is so you was to protect your brother. When I heard that line, I just said, the fuck did she just say? And I, I was I was baffled. Completely baffled. Because if you really sit here and you think about it, she literally just told this young brother, the youngest of the two. Mind you, I know he's he's has all his cognitive skills. He knows this and this and that and right from wrong a little bit better than the autistic kid because you'll have to teach him a little bit more, but you're basically telling a young child that you were born because I needed you to look out for your brother when I'm not around. She said that was your main purpose in life. And that low key it made me feel some type of way. Like, and then you, you, there was another little scene. They walking in the rain. She's making sure the special needs kid doesn't get wet while the young brother is just standing there in the rain trying to do the best he can and not getting wet. But she's making sure that her and him are fine. And I, I'm not going to lie to you. Probably low-key, our main character probably has a bit of a resentment towards his brother because he's just like, uh, uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, a bunch of... He probably has a bunch of resentment built up in his heart because he's like, all this stuff I went through is because of you. Like, if you didn't do this, if you wasn't born, I wouldn't have had to go through all of this. Which I understand his feelings. Like, his feelings is that, you know, his mother just told him you have one purpose in life and just to look after your brother. You're not to do anything else. You're supposed to protect your brother, take care of your brother. Like, he basically is telling him that Nothing else about you has no purpose. And that's sad. It really is. It's really sad because at the end of the day, it's like he's a kid trying to take care of someone who's older than him. And it's sad. And to be told by your parent that your main purpose in life was to was to take care of your special needs brother. Like I I understand this, like, you know, you're supposed to take care of your family and stuff like this. Like I said, I don't know if I said it before, saying now I'm an older brother of a younger sister. 
I had to look out for her a lot of different times when she was younger. And it does, it, it is a little, was a little nerve wracking, but still, you know, that's part of what you do. But never in my life had my parents ever told me that was my main focus. At one point in time, I thought that was my main focus until my dad told me, he said, no, it's not. Your main focus is to make sure that you're bettering yourself each and every single day. You can't better yourself if you worry about everybody else. That's a true statement he said. But that that little clip right there from that episode reminds me of why I tell dudes, don't think all these women is, is all angels and everything. Because a lot of them be telling you half-truths, be telling you false narratives about what's going on and what happened all the time. Because, like, let's say you like the girl and, you know, she tells you, like, confides you about, about this guy that uh, that's done nothing but cause trouble to her. Sorry, had to take a little moment real quick respond to these messages. They always would message me when I'm doing the podcast and everything. But it's it's sad because you'll put you end up putting yourself in a bad situation because she's in her feelings. Like, what was I trying to say? Because people messing me up because they keep messaging me a little bit. So, well, let's just put it in a situation. Let's go back to high school. If you're not in high school, let's just go back to that. Because you probably heard about this happening before where guy likes girl, girl likes another guy, but other guy is doing her wrong. She complains to him about to the other guy, and he goes trying to be like a savior, a white knight. And so basically almost putting himself in harm's way because he's trying to make her like basically get back her honor like hey how dare you treat her that way you you ever don't ever treat her that way dude was like all right man go sit down somewhere and he's right because you don't really know the truth i know i know how that feels because i had that happen to me once before shoot girl like me back in high school i ain't like her so she sent a guy after me because, you know, he liked her for many years. Shit's weird. Like, you liked her for many years, but you're too damn scared to open your mouth. But that's neither here nor there. What we're going to talk about is how you try to ride up, how he tried to ride up on me and get all mad and in my face about the situation. Now, we ain't going to get too big into the topics as that's <laughs> into that topic because that's just, that's, we're going to lead in that past since that happened time ago. But it's the same thing. She ain't going to tell him the fact that I rejected her. What she probably told him was I was being rude and nasty to her. And she was hoping that he would go defend her honor. And that's how a lot of women be setting a lot of dudes up. Or setting a lot of dudes up to be killed or sent to jail. Like, uh, I know y'all, y'all, y'all probably heard about that movie with that football player who was in high school. And he had a... Uh, a great prominent career for himself just to find out that he went to jail 
for a crime he didn't commit. Missed out on all his great opportunities to basically become a great athlete in college, maybe the NFL. Maybe he wouldn't have went to the NFL. We don't ever know. Because he basically lost so many years of his life on a lie. Just like another, a few other players, like, what was, where were they from? I think one of them was from Baylor. Another one was a high school student, former high school student. And these, these, these men were found out that they didn't even do this thing. They were convicted of rape and sexual assault just to find out they didn't even do it. It was a lie. It was a lie. Sent these guys to jail for crimes they didn't even commit. It's one thing that they actually was out here doing it, but they didn't even do it. They lying on these women are lying on these dudes because it's easy to set them up. Because they already know that it's easy just to say, well, I'm going to get back at him. So I'm going to say he beat me. They already know that any gun hole type of dude is going to kind of run up on him. So, oh, so you beating up on women? He ain't even put his hands on her ever in his life. But he get, he get his, his ass whooped for something he didn't even do. And that's sad. Because all it is is that some of these women can just lie and it, it can mess your whole life up. That's why I also say to a lot of you dudes, you need to be careful about the the type of women y'all just don't choose to sleep with. Don't be out here just be sleeping with this woman talking about, oh, you love her and stuff like that. Because the majority of the time, she don't love you. She just going along with the motion in it for the moment until the moment's over and then she gone. So... Y'all need to start thinking about stuff like that. That's why I said, said before, you need to figure out about these women first. Don't just be getting your feelings and get emotionally invested into them, not realizing that the type of person they probably truly are. Because the person you could have ended up having kids with could have been just thinking about having kids with you and then basically put you on child support Cause you got one, two, or three kids with her, and she just put you on like the maximum child support she can get from you. Shoot, you barely have any money for yourself. You wanna know how bad that child support really is, bro? I remember working with this guy way back when. Let's go back, 2014. This is when I after uh I'll talk about this story how I got back to this place. Uh, another time, but this dude I worked with, right? Me and him worked with each other for a full week. Started Saturday, worked all the way to Friday. This man, child support, left this man with less than $20. $20, man. The check we had was almost pushing, I think, $300. And this man only got $20. 
And this ain't the first time I've seen this happen because it happened several times to different dudes. One dude was talking about, oh, he was he, he was making this good amount of money. And as soon as he got this, this particular job, because it was a little bit lower paying job. And he ended up like, he ended up in the same way. He ended up having a little bit more money. I'm guessing his thing wasn't as high as the other thing. But he's like, man, this don't make no sense. My kid's grown. And he said he always paid his child support. But I, I don't know his full situation because I said, you know, that's really truly none of my business. And I'm going to be respectful because I'm just like, that that didn't make any sense to me. Because it's just like, it, it's, it's, it really makes you start to think about certain things like that. Like, don't just be having kids with just any old random body. Because like, if I was told, man, kids... Kids change your relationship. Y'all may have a great dynamic when y'all, as a partnership, but it could be very different from when you're actually, like, as a family. Because especially, like, the dumb moments, because you got to remember, when kids are born, they're babies. They can't take care of themselves like you can. They're going to cry just to cry. They're going to cry because they're tired. They're going to cry because they're hungry. They're going to cry because they boo-booed on themselves and they use you to clean it up. They're going to cry, cry just because, just because the sun was setting. It's going to change the relationship. That's what I'm telling you. Y'all need to make sure you actually are ready for kids. Because if you're not really ready for kids, you just say you want kids just to have kids. You're going in there with the ignorant mindset. And the reason why I I was I spoke to some women and they say they they kind of say that they regret having kids with certain men because they say like how certain dudes talk about, oh well, uh they they was ready for a kid and all this other stuff, but as soon as she got pregnant, now they acting different. Now this will be the only time unless you lecture all dudes, I said, hey, if you got enough courage to you know, knock her up and, and get a pregnant bro. You you got enough courage to re- help raise that kid. I really am tired of seeing seeing these these children out here with without no dad, knowing that they dad can be there in their life. You want to be in, there in their life when they grown, but you don't want to be there in their life when it's actually important. When that kid is having nightmares and is is fearful of stuff, and you, but you out here talking about, oh well, you just want to be free. care about you want to be free if you wanted to be free you shouldn't have did what you did you should have used the condom you should have used protection and understood what's gonna happen if even all that stuff fails and she gets pregnant because now it's it's not like how, how it's gonna be used to be and because then it's also gonna hurt your hurt your reputation as a man, because if some women find out that you ain't taking care of none of your children, boy, oh, you don't take care of your kids? Shoot, if, if you get me pregnant, you ain't going to take care of mine, your mine's either. Some smart about it. Some are smart about it. Others, not so much. But I don't know.
then, you know, just to get back on women's tail again, y'all also got to remember, dudes, this word I kind of like learned it recently, hypergamy, is for, I don't know exactly, I'm not going to know exactly like word for word what it is, but basically simply as best I can is women want the best possible man they can get. That's why a lot of you guys men understand why I do, why some women want the guys over six foot with a good head of hair. Oh, I want him to have beards. I want to know if he's super masculine. I want to know, make sure you know that he he has a lot of skills and stuff like that. Can he speak? Is he a good talker? Is he, um, does he dress very well? Is he able to present himself nicely? Does he wear a cologne? Does he, is his hygiene really good? Does he have a lot of money saved up? And one of the biggest things is, is the sex going to be good with him? Now, some of these things, you know, you can't help. Like sex, it's going to be either you win or you lose. Because if you, if you got the meats, you're going to be fine as long as you don't. You know how to use it. You can't just be in there just like, like, you know, like jackrabbing it like, like, a, like a bunny and be, you know, nothing like a bunny. Because if you ever seen how a rabbit humps, that, that's why, they, you know, they call it a jackrabbit. Because that's how a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all dudes be getting caught in the moment. You talking about, man, that was the best thing I ever did in my life. That was the best thing I had in my life. How was it the best sex if it lasted less than... Less than 30 seconds. She didn't even get off. And the the thing about height, dudes, it's going to either be another one, a toss-up. You win something, you lose something. Because they, they all put, put it as a, what's the, the stupid line they keep saying? If I put on heels, I don't want to be towering over you. Like it's that BS line they keep saying, but don't don't let it discourage you. If she if she doesn't like you because of your height, just chalk it to the game and realize that she did you a favor. Just like the rest of them do you like if like you have money but you ain't got like money money. Like like you just can't like go to Ruth Chris like Four to six times out the, out the, out the month. She's like, oh, I don't want you. You broke. You not driving the fanciest car. You driving a car that you know that you can afford and that's reliable. But she calling you broke. She calling you broke. She ain't even got a job. She sitting home with her family just, you know, smoking weed. Off of other people's money and stuff like that. Drinking from other people's alcohol and stuff like that. But she calling you broke because you work at McDonald's. Because you work in a part-time job there. Or you you working as a, a night shift op uh, worker at Walmart and stuff like that. Talking about, oh, well, you don't, you're not really what I want. She talking about she want a guy that makes six figures. But it's like. What's the what's the other ones? <clears throat> now, 
Th those things you just can't help. Like I said, sex is just, it, it all depends. If you either got it or you don't, the same thing with height. Money, it's all like, yeah, it all really just depends if you're actually able to get to acquire the skills and everything to get to that kind of money. Then you got, then you'll be fine. But like certain things like hygiene and smelling good and dressing good, those are things you can control. Like she, like I said before, my uh, the pre-date, the date, and the after-date um, video, they be watching all that stuff. You may not think they are, but they, they watching it. So you can sit here and think, oh, man, no, they ain't. Come on, Sha, they ain't watching it like that. You damn sure they are. Because if they realize, like, you can see, like, a very great person, conversation-wise, but she's going to say, but you can't dress. She's going to be like, I don't really want to deal with you because, you know, you're not, you can't dress well. Like, you, you your shirt's got wrinkles in it, you know. You know, you sagging. And let me tell you something. Do not sag. Do not wear clothes that's tightly fitted on you. Wear clothes that have that have a little bit of looseness to them. Like, do that, please. That, that, that stuff does not fly, like, after a certain age. Please do that. Please take care of yourself. Please take care of your hygiene. Don't, don't don't think you about to go on a date with a woman and, she, and you about to hug her and she go like this. Mm. She trying to give you the, uh, <laughs> like a running back stiff arm like from getting tackled. She was like, mm -mm, stay over there. But conversation, conversation, uh, if you had to ask me a little bit, it, it all really just depends, you know. It, it all just depends on, like, if you actually able to have a good conversation. Because, like, a lot of them will be saying, oh, you, you're boring, but you're the main one driving the entire conversation. So it's always going to be that you have to make yourself sound very, very interesting. So being a guy that's just like a shut-in and a, an introvert who don't do anything is not going to work out in most of your guys' favor. You need to get up and go do something. Don't do it for her. Do it for yourself. I went shark diving because I really like sharks and I've always wanted to do it. So I did it. So when people hear me talk about it, I said, this is something I wanted to do. Not because, oh, it, I thought it would be interesting to tell people, but this is something I wanted to do for myself. And I go and do it again. It's like you got to have like something interesting about yourself. You can't sit here and talk about, well, uh, you know, I was out here, you know, doing this stuff. In the house and stuff like that. Now, if you're talking about renovating and stuff like that, okay, that is that is spectacular. You know, make have like some hobbies, man. Do something for yourself. You got you got to make yourself like seem a little bit. You know, like there's like more to you than what you're saying. Because if people can figure out after the first time they meet you. It's a done deal for you, and there's nothing you can do about it. But, man, what was another topic? Ah, this what it was. I forgot to speak about it. The the Chater Pickett situation. You know, I'm just going, you know, just throw that in there real quick. Because, like, this goes along to the reason why I say 
say, um, it's not a lot you can control. Because, like we all know, Jada Pickett has Will Smith. Well-known actor. You know, he's he, he has to have a lot of money and stuff like that. But she felt lonely because he didn't want to deal with her at one point in time in their marriage. Because like I said it before, well, when women get lonely and they're in a relationship or they're in a marriage, they'll... They will step out to get that that itch scratch, and she ended up finding it in August Alcina because August Alcina is a young. I think he. I think he's probably fairly tall, and he's a good-looking dude. And, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and be like no homo or nothing. It's the truth. Other women find that man attractive, and that's just how it is. They they gonna say here and say, oh well, you know, he's he's this and he's that and the third. That's just how it is. That's how they view that man. They view him as that type of guy. And it just made it easier for Jada because he can give her that free attention. Because it's probably like this before. He was probably making, I think, was it before he was making them claims before he went up there? I know he was making claims like he he had like deep love for Jada Pickett Smith. But that love was ended up being turned into a manipulative like situation because he basically ended up waiting there for like what was a healing to you know fill his mental state and his emotional state and his spiritual state, bring him back a little bit. Little by little. But, you know, the, the sad thing was he didn't realize he was getting emotionally manipulated into, <clears throat> into basically getting a romantic and sexual relationship with her. The sad thing is when it came to her breaking, trying to break it off with him, he didn't really want to. Because I'm guessing... Her and Will probably reconciled, and so she decided to get back with him and leave poor August behind. But August probably got so comfortable. Wait a minute, why, why are you going to drop me for it? I, I can do a lot of things for you. Knowing damn well he can't. He can't buy this, buy this type of house right here. So, it, it, that's just a situation where a, a lot of dudes don't realize it. They're being used for emotional, you know, like, like support. Like the age old line of when a woman says, oh, I was just lonely. The main people who hear this is people who are first responders, cops, um, soldiers who are married because or have women. Basically, they be gone. They women out here. Getting their back blown out by some other dude because they look, quote unquote, they're lonely. So they need, they need somebody to keep them company. And it, it's sad. And that's just the same thing. Like, same thing in her eyes. She said, well, you didn't love me. And August gave me the love and made me feel good. It was nothing Will could have done to fix that. Because if she really felt some type of way, she would have 
she would have, um, you know, you know, figure something out. Like, oh, I feel lonely. Well, then that means pick up something to cure your loneliness and maybe you'll actually do something. Get, get some friends or something like that. It really helps. The only sad thing is when it comes to women, some women just can't be friends because they be out here trying to fuck their friends, their friends' mans. Like, like, that, that's your girl. You know your girl since, since y'all was toddlers. And you see her with her mans, but because you lonely and you ain't got nobody, you want to flirt with him. Knowing you about to risk your friendship with your friend, but you want to risk it for some dick. And trust and believe me, fellas, a lot of them will do it. That don't mean go ahead and go do it either. Don't you do that shit. You leave them type of women alone. And like, it's it's, it's really sad because also, you know, women can be very, very insecure, but will use gaslighting to make it seem like it's your fault for them being insecure. Like, one... In particular, I'm going to talk about for my situation. One girl was, uh, she was big. Okay. I, like I said, if you go to one of my earlier videos, I talked about um, online dating sites. I was on one. I met her off of that. We was cool. I see her pictures and I assume that that's probably what she looked like. Because this is during um, the pandemic thing that's happening. So, I thought that she looked this way, everything, until I met her. I didn't know exactly if she looked this way or not. But when I actually seen her for the first time, I'm not trying to sound misogynistic or egotistical or straight up ignorant or rude. But she was very big. And I could tell she was big because I knew I was big. This is when I was around, I think, like 260 at the moment. And, and I could tell that she was bigger than me. Now, she bigger than me, but she's shorter than me, too. And, you know, that's just a bad combination. Because it, it really was show. Like, if you short and you like a... A certain amount of weight, that shit shows. And I could tell throughout the date, like, you know, she was, like, she really was, like, not, ener like, super energetic. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You feeling good? She said, oh, yeah, I just, I just be having headaches and stuff like that because of, uh, she has something. She has something. I don't remember. I ain't gonna really say that. But she, she was big, big. And the only reason why I knew no, it's because she didn't, like, you know, try to be a gentleman, pull her chair out. She didn't want me to pull her chair out. And she was literally moving at an angle because she didn't want me to see what she looked like. Mind you, she I just seen her come forward, but I'm guessing whatever facial expression I made made her feel some type of way. Because I'd be just like, look, okay, that's her. Boom. I knew she, I said, dang, she kind of big, but she, it'll probably be all right. It's like, whatever. Because like I said, I didn't really care too much. I'll say, oh, you cool. Like, we actually like the person, you bypass that type of stuff. 
but it started to become a problem because if I didn't speak to her all the time, she got upset and started saying, yeah, you know, it's probably because you talking to your other hoes. Or you probably just don't want to talk to me because I'm just too big. And I kind of had to make a statement. I said, look here. If I am talking to other people, it's not like I'm dating you. And also, if you feel some type of way about your weight because you're insecure about it, that has nothing to do with me. That has everything to do with you. If you want to fix it, you have to fix it on your own. But I had to tell like this, but don't gaslight me into the sense of making me feel bad about, because during this, like, the, the downhill part of our, like, us basically stopped talking, it got pretty bad on her end, but she just was feeling some type of way. I guess, you know, I guess she wanted me to take her on another date, but I, that time period where she was very free, I had a lot of things I had to take care of, so I could not take her on a date. Yeah, I told her this. I said, I can't take you on a date right now. I have a lot of things to take care of. And so that's what I chose to do. She didn't take that very well. And so we had this conversation. So I'm guessing she was feeling some type of way the whole time because I didn't always talk to her like consistently, like for very long periods of time. Because I said, man, I, I got better things I got to be doing. Like I had to get stuff done for work and trying to get this. It was pay raise and stuff like that. So I was not really trying to focus on her like that. But I'm guessing her eye, she took it personally. <laughs> Michael Jordan thing. Took it personally. And and it finally came out. Because I'm like, she said, not everybody can, can lose weight as fast as probably you can. I said, I'm not losing weight super fast. Like I want to because I'm not working out. But that has nothing to do with me if if you're not going to try to put the effort into actually, you know, you know, bettering yourself. If you're not going to try to better yourself, there's nothing you can do. Point blank, period. Like, you can go around here saying, oh, it's this and it's that. But if you ain't trying to do nothing, none of that matters. It really don't. And apparently, me making that statement upset her real bad. She said, well, damn, you ain't have to be rude. I said, I wasn't trying to be rude, but you, you seemed like you was in your feelings about something. And I, I had to correct that. And so, that conversation ended off, I think, on a Saturday. And we spoke kind of like here and there because she didn't really want to talk talk Sunday because you know she still in her feelings and then Monday I I try to hit her up and I try to call her no call no response now I wasn't about to go my way out there wait and um and try to contact her because I'm gonna tell you one thing about myself either if you want to talk to me you will you will talk to me I reached out to you via text I even tried to call you. You did not respond, so I left it as is. It's whatever. If you, you hit me back, you hit me back. If you don't, you don't. She ain't hit me back until like almost a week and some change later. And basically for me, my feelings for her basically subsided. Because you was in your feelings. 
And what I could probably tell you was she probably was talking to some other dude and use that time frame in between it to talk to him. And then when things didn't work out, she came back to me. I said, it really is funny. She came back to me a little bit quicker than I thought she would. But it's like she came back for one reason. And, you know, but I could still tell that she was still hurt because when I tried to call her, she didn't want to talk on the phone. She said, I'm, I'm very busy. And I said, you know, and then when, even when I got tried to, like, give her time and, like, everything else, and then I realized, you know, she just was acting funny a little bit. And I'm just like, you know what? Maybe it's just best I don't talk to you no more. Because it seems like there's an issue that you have with me and I have with you. And it's just best we don't say nothing. So I left it as it was. Because when she said, are you busy? I said, no, what's up? Oh, nothing. You, you And then that's that's what always she kept doing. When she want to say something, but she, she's mad. She'll say, oh, nothing. So I could already tell she just was doing this petty stuff because because she don't want to talk because she's still mad. And I just had to make the, you know, the actual, the actual effort to just not, not speak to her no more. And I just say, you know what? Don't even worry about it no more. She asked, she hit me up at that saying, what you mean by that? I said, I just think it's best we just go our separate ways. And she said, oh, okay. Last time we spoke. Sad it had to end that way. But, you know, sometimes, man, you, you got to do what's best for yourself. You do. You got to do what's best for yourself. Because you, you never know. And. But I'm guessing I should also tell y'all since I got a little bit more time in my hand, just you know, I'm a little bored a little bit. So I guess I'll tell you about the time I went on this really bad date. Like, we was very cool until this date happened. This date was just it was fucking terrible. Like, that's the only date I've ever walked out on. Like before, I used to carry money in my wallet in case I was going to bail out on somebody. And I had to do it in that exact moment. I was always just talking noise when I, when I said that. But that was the one time I actually had to do it. And I was, I was very upset. And, you know, she had said to me, she hit me the next day and said, well, what was the problem and everything else? And I said, the way you came to that date, and the way you was acting during that day, I couldn't deal with it anymore. Because the way you, she came was like she act like she didn't want to be there. Like she, cause and she actually said it herself, like I just don't want to be here. I thought we probably would have went to somewhere a little bit better than this. Mind you, we in we in Longhorn, you know. And it just, I thought it was an all right restaurant. You know, one is mistake and everything. And I'm just, I, I was just a little bit upset because I'm like, the way, the way she tried, like what she said, like we ready to order, I'm trying to recall because this was some time back. And she basically said this to the waiter. 
She wants this, 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 this. She ordered for three meals. And I told him, hey, hold on for a second. I got to um, think about some stuff real quick. Can you come back? I knew what I wanted. But I had to say something to her real quick because I didn't, I didn't like what she did. And so I had to ask her, I said, what, what is, what's up with you? She said, Noth- nothing's wrong with me. What's up? I said, is there a problem? I said, yeah, there's kind of a problem. Why are you worrying on that food for? I said, I know for a fact you ain't that damn hungry and neither, and neither are you about to sit here and put over like 3,000 something calories in your stomach because you about to fuck your stomach all up. And she said, well, if you a real man, you would pay for it. I said, if I was an ignorant and stupid guy who was just falling over you, I probably would do it. But because I actually have little common sense, I'm not going to. So you can pick one and pay for it. But if you want to pay for want all those food, you can pay for it yourself. So she ended up deciding on one and picking one. But because she ended up getting mad, she chose to just be on her phone. And so even when her food came, like she was eating her food, just like looking at her phone and then she stopped eating. She didn't eat all of it. She ate like, I think at least like half of it. It was just playing on her phone. I'm guessing because like I try to conversate with her like on different occasions about different things. And she just said like she wasn't interested. She said, oh, mm-hmm. And at one point, like, like I guess when she was mad, just like, Looked up and just said, uh, yeah, oh, oh, all right. And I just said to myself, I said, this ain't no, no point in me fucking being here. So I waited and looked for my waiter. And I told her, hey, I'm about to head to the bathroom. I'll be back. I see my waiter. I said, hey, man, let me talk to you real quick. I said, this is the money right here. For the thing. Just let's go over here and, you know, walk to their little area where they do their thing. And I said, here, whatever that is, for that food, if she want dessert, it's whatever. But, you know, the rest of that, that's your tip, man. That's all you. But you can tell her that because I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't going back over there. He said, oh, you sir, you leaving? Yeah. Hell yeah. And he looked at me, he said, I, I understand because it just looked like it just wasn't going well. I left. She didn't call me that night. She called me later on that day. It was like, yo, what was up with you? Why'd you leave? I told her honestly, I said, you looked like you didn't care to be there. You was being disrespectful to me when I was in front of you. Like a different occasion that said the way you was treating me, it made me feel like, you know what, you don't care. And I just don't feel like you, you really wanted to be here. So I, I sucked my pride up and I said, I just chose to leave. I paid for the food and made sure everything was straight. If you wanted dessert, it was whatever. The rest of that stuff was going to go to that waiter. But I didn't want to be there because the way you came in there and the way your fucking attitude was pissed me off. And I said, it's a, one of the things I said, I said, you're one of the few people that's actually pissed me off in public like that. Because the way you conducted yourself made me feel some type of way. And I, I did not like that. I did not like that at all.
because I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, you could have easily had just told me you that can we reschedule and and I would have been fine because apparently she was just in a bad mood with everything that happened that day. And she said, oh, but I didn't mean to take it out on you. I said, but you did. You took it out on me like I did something wrong to you. And then even when I try to give you chances to, you know, clear the air and stuff like that, you chose not to. I even asked you, is there a problem? Is th- did I do something? And you just said, you told me to F and leave you alone. And so I did. The last thing I told to t- say to you that night was, I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to be back. But you called me because you feel some type of way because you got left out there. And I said, you feel a fraction of how I felt. But I said, I, I just don't think, I understand you, you probably went through something and you know you probably had a really bad day, but I just think it's just best if we don't don't try to talk to her or see to each other no more. Because I, 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 don't, I don't really care to see you no more after this. She said, okay, we ended that situation like that. Said it had to end that way like that, but sometimes that's just how the way, way things go. And with all that being said, because I just, God damn, I know this probably will be one of my longest videos I made. Is, fellas, it's okay to speak up for yourself. Like, don't don't just let the fact of her being a woman or her being a woman in your family cloud your judgment and just put you in a bad, a bad situation because... That bad situation can get really, really rough for you if you don't think about it. And I, I mean that seriously. Like, you, you need to think about that. Like, because some things, like, like, like I could have kept dealing with um, old girl that was feeling some type of way about the conversations and when it went left field, I could have just kept going down at that that loop de loop and it just it wouldn't have went nowhere. Because she was I guess she lost interest in me, I lost interest in her. I just chose to end it because I think we were just nobody really wanted to just say it, so I just did it myself. But you know, with all this being said, 'cause we, we, we really like almost like at an hour. You you gotta just you gotta realize when it's good to cut your losses. I understand you like her, you have feeling for her, you really wanna be with her, but sometimes you gotta look at the bigger picture and see will you be happy in the end? Will this person cause you great happiness or great misery? Will this person be a loving, caring mother, whether y'all together or not, will she become a vindictive person out of revenge, like the Punisher? There's a lot of things you need to sit here and take into accountability. Will she, when you're not around, will she be faithful to you and only you? Or will she be like a lot of other people out here the minute she don't get her way about something, she's going to make it 
she's going to make other people like pick up the slack where you left off, whether it was in the bedroom or outside the bedroom. Because the thing is, it don't have to be always sexual, fellas. A lot of these women out here have friends, these male friends they have is because it's freed non-sexual attention because they don't have to worry about, they don't have to worry about these guys because they could just talk to them platonically and not have to worry about doing anything with them. And it's, it's the same thing, like, like the work, like the work husband line, like husband be bring her food to work, be listening to her, all her problems. Like she got a problem with you. He know about you. You don't even know who this is. You just think he a regular cat at the job. But he know more about you. This man know your birthday. He know your parents. He know, he know when your grandma died. Shoot. Like, so, so be mindful of this stuff. Because if she ain't going to be open to you and be honest about it, don't, don't sweat it, champ. But also don't don't put yourself in the same predicament trying trying to play, you know, tick for tack, like, oh, I'ma get back at you because because you didn't want to, you know, you didn't want to um give me a lot of attention. So I got attention from one of my female co-workers. Alright, now don't don't get stupid and and play with another woman's feelings. Cause like I just told you, you don't want to have to deal with a vindictive woman out, out for revenge, like the punisher. Needed some of that. Whew. Talking as long as I had. God dang, I ain't drink nothing. Shoot. But, like I said, might pick your battles wisely because you don't want to end up like some dudes. Like I'm telling you, harassment in the workplace ain't a good, ain't a good look. You don't want to go from losing that $20 hour job, especially right now during the pandemic where it's hard to get a job. And you get fired because of some stupid mess. <laughs> it's only going to be you that's going to be affected. And you're going to be sitting here <laughs> singing a song <laughs> by Mario talking about how could you. <laughs> what was the other one by Tyrese? <laughs> oh, man. I have the song in my head, but I just can't think of it right now, man. That song is like right there playing in my head. Be here crying on your knees, like no way. <laughs> what the, like what the hell, bro? Like don't don't be that guy. And so, but that's it for me today, guys. Cause I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Just like just be mindful about everything I said, in this little episode right here. But I'm out. Later.